We often don't realize that we are the key to our own happiness and that happiness starts with healing and transformation. Whether you need healing, guidance, clarity, understanding, or just some honest sister talk to feel connected, heard, and supported, you are welcome and safe here. So join the conversation and be healed. Welcome to Soul Healing Conversations with your host, Ross Kincaid. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Soul Healing Conversations. I'm your host and soul empowerment coach, Roz Kincaid. If you're new to the podcast or new to my YouTube channel, welcome to the show. If you're a regular, welcome on back. So listen, y'all, at the time of this recording, we are a little over a week into the new year. Yeah, it's going that fast. (laughs) And already things are happening whether you're seeing them or feeling them or not, change is always happening, right? You might be doing some of the life reevaluation that you were doing during the holiday season, or you might just now be getting the ball rolling on hitting your goals or your resolutions. I personally am not a fan of resolutions. I like to allow myself lots of flexibility with my intentions because... I'm kind of non-committal and I like to leave a little room for what feels right instead of just like boxing myself in, but that's me. Either way, just know that 2023 is going to be handing out some significant shifts to all of us and y'all. It's time to step into our empowerment and receive all that we've been wanting. We've got new energy. We've got a new opportunity for transformation. So why not take advantage of it? It's right here it's time to reach out and grab it. It's right there. Okay. So that's why this episode is going to be focused on giving you some guidance on self-empowerment. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to walk through what I call the five pillars of empowered transformation. So let me preface all of this by saying that transformation is a process of change that takes us from one state of being to another state of being. And it is not a quick fix, but it's a journey that is going to require effort and commitment from you. When you want change, power, healing, transformation in the form of peace, joy, ease, happiness, you can't just be sitting back and watching it float on in without some level of input from you. Now, that level of input is going to look different depending on many things, but mostly Is going to depend on your spiritual connection and the health and balance of your masculine and feminine energy. So if you're aiming to transform your life in some way in this year, then let me offer my little five pillars of transformation that will support you on that journey. So these pillars are going to include taking stock, doing deep discovery, deep self-discovery rather, managing your energy, embodying empowerment, and taking action to sustain and maintain. So here's the breakdown. Taking stock, number one. This is where you get the pause. We don't do that a lot, but this is where you get to take a beat, take a pause, and take a step back to evaluate where you are currently in your life, the quality of your life, and how satisfied you are with it. Like everybody ain't happy with their life. I don't care what you see on Instagram, TikTok and and Facebook or even LinkedIn. Everybody is not happy with their life. Okay, this is where you get to bring some awareness 
to the subconscious programming and limiting beliefs that sabotage you and hold you back. And you do that by creating a list of all the areas in your life that you want to address and make changes in. Make sure you include relationships, career, health, spirituality, personal growth, whatever is coming up for you. Just make sure you get a clear picture of what you want to work on and then go deeper and start assessing any recurring patterns or things that might be holding you back. And what's coming up for me as I'm talking about this is that there, there, there is a group of us that, that don't want to look at what's going on in our life. It's almost like, and I'll use the example of money because it's the most relatable, but it's almost like the person who doesn't want to look at their bank account because they don't want to see how much is in there. They don't want to face the truth of how they may have been mismanaging their money. They don't want to look at the amount of debt that they might have or, or whatever the case may be. And what I, what I say to that is that it's not going to go away. Like it's, it's not going to disappear just because you don't want to face it, just because you don't want to look at it, just because you don't want to deal with it doesn't make it go away. Like the pile of clothes I got sitting over here in the corner, it's not going to fold itself. Like the problem isn't going to fix itself without you giving it some attention. That's why it keeps jumping up in your face. That's why it keeps feeling painful. It wants your attention. Your higher self wants, wants you to pay attention to it. It needs you to pay attention to it so that you can work through that, move that out of the way and clear the way for yourself. So if you are one of those people who have been turning a blind eye to your situation, to the, to the, the pain and triggers that you've been feeling in your body and the recurring patterns in your life, like you, you have to start looking at that stuff at some point. Like you, you can't, you're not going to be able to ignore it forever. So look at it, look directly at it. Look, look that alien right in the face and deal with it because it's not going to go away until you do. Number two, doing deep self-discovery. This is where you explore your inner world. And what I mean by your inner world, I'm talking about your self-talk, your emotions, your triggers, et cetera. And where you truly get to know yourself better. Like some of us don't want to spend time alone by ourselves. Like, like some people just can't be alone. And, and, and it's the same concept of trying to avoid or bypass the pile of shit <laughs> that keeps stinking in the corner or the pile of laundry or the debt that keeps popping up. It's like you think that if you don't spend time alone trying to get to know yourself, that like you just going to evolve into the parts of you or to the, the version of you that you want. Like you, you're going to have to give yourself some attention and all parts of you want you to know you want you to know them rather. This can look like journaling, meditation, doing some yoga nidras. Working with a coach, I know a great one if you need a reference. Or a therapist, I know one of those too. <laughs> this process can help you uncover your values, beliefs, and motivations. And it can also help you identify even more limiting beliefs or patterns and behaviors that, again, are holding you back. 
But the point here is to take the action to get at the core of the obstacles and the fears keeping you from being your authentic, empowered self and understand why. Understand why. What's, what's underneath that? Keep asking yourself as you do this deep self-discovery work, keep asking yourself, what is that about? Where is that coming from? What is this traced back to? You keep asking those questions until it all feels complete or until you feel like you have hit the core of the issue. Managing your energy, number three. I'm gonna keep this one short and sweet. Energy is everything. Everything is energy. When you understand how the energy of your thoughts and words and emotions and behaviors influence the energy you experience within you and all around you, you will stand up and take attention and you will take those necessary steps to heal and balance that energy. Because the energy with which you do anything determines the outcome of that thing because the way the laws of the universe work and, 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 and the way that God works is that you, you reap what you sow. You get reflected back to you what you emit through situations, through people, but whatever the case may be, but, but everything that you emit either consciously or, or unconsciously, all that is going to get springboarded and boomerang back to you to say, here, this is, I'm giving you back. The universe is going to be on what you want. <laughs> okay. So, so we have to make sure that we are doing the energetic work to make sure that our energy is clean, is cleansed, is balanced, and to understand when our energy takes a dip and, and how to get that to rebound and back up at a higher level. But it first, it starts with understanding how your energy works. Now, some of y'all may want to talk to an astrologer. Some of y'all may want to check out a human design specialist to understand your energetic makeup and how you relate and interact to the world. Whatever the case may be, you got to, this kind of goes back to spending time alone with yourself and getting to know yourself, getting to know your moods, getting to know when your energy is off, getting to know what excites you, all of that. And the other thing with this is that transformation itself, the process of transformation like, I'm, I'm going to keep it real with y'all. Transformation can be demanding on your energy. And so that's why it's so important to manage your energy levels, to make sure that you have the resources you need to sustain that journey. And that might look like taking care of your physical health through exercise, cleansing your diet, eating a little bit more healthy, not eating in McDonald's fries three times a week taking care of what, you know, putting quality food in your body, drinking more water, less sugar, less yeast, and just finding ways to reduce stress and manage your time effectively. It can also look like massage. It can also look like tapping. It can also look like regulating your nervous system with breath work. It can also look like Reiki energy healing. The point I'm trying to make is that there are things out here that you can take advantage of to help you understand your energy, 
Know when your energy is off, know when it's on, then use tools and techniques or leverage a practitioner to help you keep your energy balanced, get it clear and clean because you're going to need it. If you're raising your hand to say that you want to transform, you're going to need your energy, okay? Number four, embodying empowerment. So the other day, actually yesterday, I came across a post from a friend of mine who was also in the community and she posted about being what you desire. My friend Marilyn Self, who is at Empowered Energy underscore on IG, posted that she actually gave a really good definition of what embodying means because I don't I don't know if people really truly understand what it means to embody. I'll be honest, at first I didn't really understand it either because it was foreign to me being new to my journey at that point. I, I couldn't wrap my mind around embodying something that I currently wasn't and wanted to be. And so she breaks this down really, really well in her post and I'll link it in, in the show description so you all can refer back to it and even save it or follow her, give her a follow. She says, embody, be an expression of or give a tangible or visible form, an idea, quality, or feeling. Let me say that again. Embody, a verb, be an expression of or give a tangible or visible form to, an idea, quality, or feeling. She goes on to say, in order to be that which you want, you absolutely have to embody those qualities, right? For example, she says, if you want to attract abundance, you must embody abundance. If you are living the expression of lack, fear, doubt, express words like, I don't have enough, I'm so unlucky, things never go my way, you are not embodying abundance. You have to choose what you want most in your life and then embody those attributes. You hear what I'm saying? You have to embody and hear what she's saying because she so beautifully wrote that. You have to embody those attributes. You have to be an expression of or give tangible or visible form to what it is that you want to be, those attributes of what you want to be. So if you want to be rich, um, I'm not saying to go out here and mismanage your money and overspend, but start behaving like a wealthy woman would. Like she wouldn't buy poor quality things. She wouldn't keep buying the same thing over and over again. If you want to have a balance in your life, then the person who, who is balanced in their life doesn't say yes to everything. The person who wants to be, I don't know, more giving. They don't gatekeep and hoard and 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 you know, don't help people or share information. That, that is the point of embodiment. You are bringing into form and tangible or visible form to the attributes of what you want to be. And transformation, not only does transformation require embodiment, but transformation, that, that embodiment actually is going to require you to shift your mindset and how you move about in the world. That's embodiment. How are you moving about in the world? See, we now, now we're back at step one. <laughs> Taking stock about what is, what is our mindset and how we moving about in the world. And that means having 
some level of belief in yourself and the power within you, as well as your ability to create, because I mean, you're, you're creating regardless. We're creators. That's what we do. So if you're going to create something, it might as well be something positive, some kind of positive change and get what you want. Just saying. Embodiment also means taking ownership of your actions and your decisions. So if you've never had a clarity and alignment call with me and you ever do, which I would love to have one with you, one of the questions that I ask is what has been keeping you from having what you want? What's blocking you? Why hasn't what you wanted happened yet? What's blocking you from having it? And sometimes people will respond to me by pointing their finger. Well, this person isn't doing this. They're not giving me what I want. This person is being this way. And that to me is a clear sign that this person is not willing or able to take personal responsibility for their actions. Now, I'm not talking about when people intentionally, you know, go out to hurt you or try to, you know, harm you or, or anything or try to, you know, traumatize you. And I understand people have been in situations where it really wasn't their fault, you know, but what I'm talking about is situations such as, and I'm using this as an example, staying in relationships that, you know, aren't equally yoked or in alignment for you or reciprocal or or continuing in jobs or opportunities that, that don't provide growth for you or going back to somebody and asking for help or advice when they clearly don't want to help you. What are you taking ownership and action for? What decisions are you taking ownership of? What, what actions are you owning that's keeping you from embodying the attributes of the person that you want to be? There has to be some level of personal responsibility here. You, you have a part in all of it. And to not take ownership of that and to lay it all at somebody else's feet, you're doing yourself a disservice. And, and that's in the way of you embodying the person that you want to be. Number five. Take an action to sustain and maintain. So once you've made all these beautiful changes you want or need to make, it is so vitally important to take action to sustain and maintain those changes. And I'm not saying that the changes won't stick, but you're, you're operating at a new level now, right? Like it didn't, think about it, it didn't just take one day for you to learn a behavior learn a way of thinking or, or, or latch into your beliefs and values. That happened over time. As a matter of fact, psychologists say it happens over a period of seven years. The first seven years of your life is when your ego is formed and all the conditioning is starting to happen. Now, what happens after from, from year seven on, that's, that's reinforcement. So up until this point, Everything that you've been taught to believe, to think, to feel, to value has been instilled in you and your adult life has reinforced all of those things. So, so if it takes that long for you to 
take hold of a, of a way of thinking or values or whatever the case may be. How do you think it's going to take one day to just be the new you or, or be an evolved you? No, there has to be reinforcement. There has to be actionable reinforcement. And again, that's going to look different for everybody because everybody is on their own path, right? But this reinforcement might mean you setting up systems and networks or routines to support your new habits or seek out support and accountability from people that you trust, people that, that will, you know, talk you through it, people that will encourage you through it, people that will keep it real with you and be honest with you like, girl, you tripping. That was yesterday. That was the old you. That was, a, that was an outdated version of you. Let's be in the new you. You need somebody like that. At least, at least get one good one. Okay. It's also important to stay curious and keep doing that self-discovery work and manage your energy to ensure that you are staying on track and that you continue to grow and evolve in the ways that you want to. Like we, we, we have to start taking a more hands-on approach. And when I say hands-on, I'm not talking about force and pushing and, and, and doing all this thriving. Like for, for some of us who are doers, who are natural doers, like you might have to start playing in the, in the softer edges of your doing instead of going hard in the paint all the time. And although you're allowed to take breaks from doing the work, just keep in mind that you're still evolving. You're, you're ever evolving. You are ever evolving. That's why you incarnated to, to this lifetime, to the location that you live in, to the family that you, you belong to. You're ever evolving. So to recap, the five pillars of empowered transformation are taking stock or inventory of where you are in your life, doing the deep self-discovery work, managing your energy, embodying empowerment, or what, whatever empowerment looks like for you, you might want to define that first. Get with your higher self, get with, get with spirit, and then figure out what that is, and, and then start seeing that, start acting that out, living that out. And then number five, take the action to sustain, maintain, and reinforce your new changes. And there you have it, the five pillars of empowered transformation. So one more thing. When you decide to embrace these five pillars of transformation, what you're doing is you're setting yourself up for success and longevity on your journey of change by shedding that outdated and ineffective version of yourself. And as you're doing that, just remember to be patient with yourself, like give yourself a pat on the back for any amount of progress that you've made along the way. Like, don't just move through this stuff. And not give yourself the recognition that you deserve. And I think that's part of why it feels so hard because we just kind of move through these changes, move through these tools, move through these strategies, move from change to change to change. And we don't like, you know, take stop at the, 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 the milestones and, and either rest or give ourselves some recognition. Like what you doing? Like this shit ain't easy. What you, what you signed up to do ain't easy. And everybody ain't doing it at the level that you are. So give yourself some grace. I told my family that on our family prayer call. I think we, we all need to give ourselves 
some grace. Give yourself the same grace that you dole out to people who keep taking advantage of you. Like save some of that for yourself because the work that you're doing, the mental work, the energetic work, the physical work that you're doing, the, the, the work to find rest, the work to carve out space to just be, like that's not easy. It's, it's not easy to turn a whole ship around after you've been going down a certain direction for 20, 30, 40, 50 plus years. And you're not going to get it right the first time. I tell my five-year-old that all the time. This, this is a process of imperfection because imperfect people are taking this journey and you're not going to get it right the first day that you start this. So again, cut yourself some slack, give yourself some grace. Okay, that's it. That's all I have for today. I don't know who needed to hear this, but I hope that this episode helps somebody today. And so if this if something in this episode strikes you and resonates with you, then I invite you to take a closer look at my empowerment private coaching program and book a clarity call with me to see if private coaching will be the right next step for you. You never know. All it takes is a conversation and it's free. It don't cost you nothing but some words. <laughs> empowerment private coaching is it's an intimate container where I help you step into your empowerment and authenticity and this is where we get to put those five pillars of empowerment into practice so that you can start to experience that peace and that ease and that balance in your life. Now, I'm going to say this, and then I'm going I'm to go and get out of here, all right? And I said this on the last episode, and I'm going to say it again because it bears repeating. We just came out of a very tough year in 2022 where we learned some hard lessons. We went through some growing pains, for lack of a better word. And now we're in the times where some significant shifts are coming in for all of us and for the better. And that means that while all those emotions, all of them, all of those mindsets that, you know, those energetic issues that drain you, they all get to be here. They all get to sit at your table. But but what they but you cannot allow them what they don't get to do and what you cannot allow them to do is be sitting at the head of your table calling the shots or sitting in the driver's seat and steering you off path, deterring you from what you want and what wants you. Like you wouldn't want what you want unless. Unless your higher self already had it, unless you already had it in another realm. So what you want wants you. And you cannot let all of that, all of those challenges and issues and blockages and all of that, yes, they get to be here, but y'all, you can't let them be driving the ship. You can't let it run the show. And this is not the season that, listen, <laughs> this is not the season to be trying to do the work all by yourself without the support of somebody who's been trained, who's experienced enough to properly help you through it all. You feel me? So make sure you go to the show description and click the link to check out the program or go to my website and book a call if any of that feels right to you. It's, it's, it's time for change. It's time for empowerment. It's time for us to get back into the driver's seat of our own life and stop being moved by every little thing that happens. Life is going to happen. Life, life is going to happen. And, and, and we, you know, some of us need to toughen up. Some, some of us need to toughen up and stop being a jelly back to everything that happens to us and crumbling at the sight of challenge or resistance 
and fear. Check out the program. So the last thing, but certainly certainly not least, is the next Soul Expansion Soundboard live stream with my co-host Julian Crossan Hill is coming up on Friday, January 27th at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we are going to be talking about step number one, taking stock. We're going to go into a, a little bit more of a deep dive of what that is, how to navigate that, how to, you know, ways that you can start to look at your life and, and evaluate or reevaluate and assess what is going on. So you don't want to miss that. If you want to hear more about that first step of empowered transformation, where you take stock, you take inventory of your life. So make sure you check us out live on my Facebook or YouTube page, Soul Healing with Roz, and engage with us. Comment, ask us questions, say, hey, tell us where you're from. And if you can't join us while we're live on the 27th, then make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel and Facebook page for all the replays, or you can just click the notification button there or even bookmark the event so you don't miss us. Either way, you'll get the replays. <laughs> and if you want more content like this, more direct, more, more my sass, more, more of this fire, <laughs> then make sure you check the info in the show description on how to connect with me on social media, on my Instagram page. I'm kind of on TikTok, not, not all that much, but you know, I kind of play there a little bit sometimes, but if you want to see more of this, definitely check out my Facebook page and my Instagram page and, and join my email tribe where I get a little bit more personal and where I be spilling the tea, child. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks for listening or watching. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Hey, and thanks so much for hanging in there with me all the way to the end of the podcast. I hope you got lots of value from today's episode and feel more empowered and more inspired than you did before. If you enjoyed this episode as much as I did doing it, then share it with somebody that might resonate with it. Also, I would really appreciate it if you could leave me a five-star review to help me get the word out about the show. And if at any point you have questions or topics you want me to riff about, as you can see, I like to talk, then I invite you to get on my social media platforms and just message me. And if you're feeling the nudge to work with me, then check out my offerings on my website. Everything you need to connect with me is in the show notes. So until next time, be empowered. Be empowered.